Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Car Audio Theatre. This is episode 2 in the 12 days of Christmas. The current temperature is minus 25 with a wind chill of minus 35. That's degrees centigrade for all you Americans. It's cold. I don't really know how much else to say, but it's really cold. Anyway, prior to departing on our travels, I'm going to get Geoffrey to read the book jacket and tell you about the book, and then we will discuss it on the drive. Geoffrey? Hey there, Sir Hector Stewart. Thanks. Alright, the audiobook we're doing today is The Wrong Unit. It was written by Rob Dirks and narrated by Rob Dirks. The length was 5 hours and 37 minutes. It was an unabridged audiobook uh, released by Goldfish Publishing, downloaded on audible.com. The book jacket reads as such. I don't know what humans are so cranky about. Their enclosures are large, and they ingest over a thousand calories a day, and they're allowed to mate. Plus, they have me, an autonomous servile unit, housed in a mobile bipedal chassis. I do my job well, to keep the humans healthy and happy. Hey you. Hey you, that's my name, I suppose. It's easier for humans to remember that than 413S98-ITR8. I guess I've gotten used to it. Rob Dirks, best-selling author of Where the Hell is Tesla, has a unit with a problem. How to deliver his package, out in the middle of nowhere, with nothing to guide him. Oh, and with the fate of humanity hanging in the balance. It's a science fiction tale of technology gone haywire, unlikely heroes and a nature of humanity. Whoa, that last part sounds deep. Don't worry, it's not. Right. Thank you, Jeffrey. So, with me today in the car, I have Jeffrey Ventura, as you've heard, Manchek Majenovic, and Tom Later. Let's get this vehicle and drive. Who would like to start the discussion? Well, I tell you what, this book was not my favorite. I find that hard to believe. You like everything. Yes, we talked about this yesterday. You're an insufferable slop all over books. You love them, love them, love them. There's in the book you don't like. Hey, man, I told you there's books I don't like, and this one, well, this one I just don't find plausible. Not to say that it's a bad book, I just don't believe it. What don't you believe? Well, that, you know, AIs are going to take over the world. Like, I mean, it's just not going to happen. Didn't you watch The Matrix? Didn't you watch Terminator? Didn't you watch all the other science fiction books warning about this kind of stuff? We're making robots that are going to be able to take care of everything. And eventually, they're going to take care of us. I think you're crazy, man. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Right. Um, Jeffrey, why did you think that this book was so good? Hey, man, this is like one of those Apocalypse Nostradamus books, man. It's telling you exactly what's going to go down, and we got to be prepared for it. Right, uh, and what exactly is going to go down? Well, you know, they're going to cull the population because, you know, they don't need to have that many people. I think the magic number is like four million or something like that. At least, you know, they don't want too many people on the planet. Right. Menchek, why don't you shed some sanity on this conversation? Sanity? Yes, well, not that I think that we're all screwed by computers, but it's certainly a problem and definitely a possibility. As for the book, I liked it. It was funny. I like all of story, you know, from Robot's perspective. A very interesting individual, and I like seeing how he progresses from the beginning to the end. An hapless hero, if you will. 
Yeah, man, like he wasn't prepared for none of that stuff. They just like grabbed him off the bench and tossed him into hell. Be careful, we don't want to give too much away from the book, but yes, you're correct. He was certainly not prepared for what happened to him. But then again, that is a classic trope. Well used, I think, in this book. I would have to say that I think this book was well done entirely. It's like you said, Menchek, it's funny. There's lots of good comedy, laugh out loud moments. And all in all, it's a good story. Well, all I gotta say is that I liked Where the Hell is Tesla way more than I liked this book. But it was okay, you know. It wasn't terrible, and it was entertaining. I just don't think that the premise is all that plausible. Well, Tom, I can't entirely agree with you. You know, there are warnings in the media of this kind of folly. And, you know, people, they don't actually act in their best interests. A lot of the time, we'd rather shoot ourselves in the foot and see if we can walk with one leg. Yeah, anyway, I digress. Overall, I thought that this was a good production. There was a couple of production flubs that I might note, but that's only because I'm particular about my audio. Yeah, man, at like four hours and 29 minutes, he's got like one repeated word. Ooh, big deal. I think this guy did it all on his own. You should give him props for it. Right, yes, of course, the audiobook exchange and doing your own narration, that is quite a task. And I think this author does it well. I think that his voicing of his characters is well done, especially the robot. I know there's not a whole lot of emotion in the robot, but that's part of the challenge now, isn't it? Keeping the emotion out of the voice. I don't know. You seem to have some shit down. Listen, they are clearly traveling through Russia, most of these books. And it is very, very true. Stark and nothing. Just cold and ice. Kind of like this drive right now. All I see outside is ice and frozen deer to the road. Who lives here? Hey man, we should really stick with the book, you know, like you don't need to talk about how you just saw deer frozen to the ground. By the way, where was that? I missed it. I must say I do like how the story was delivered in like sort of reports. Captain's looks, if you will, you know, make it very, very interesting, a different way of telling story. What do you think of the main character's name? Hey, you? No, I'm talking about the child. Why? Yes. Well, I guess it sort of could happen, you know, like computers aren't all that smart, and I mean, there you go with the computers not being smart again. Look, man, it's gonna happen. We're gonna have robot overlords, and they're gonna take over this whole entire planet. And you, sir, you are gonna be a pawn in their grand scheme. Right. Well, I tell you what, I'll sit here and think about it, and you go sit in your underground bunker, huddling your little weapon guns there and your can of beans, and hoping that the apocalypse comes, and I'm just gonna stay over here and have a good time. Well, maybe I'll take a trip to Mexico, because who the hell wants to stay here, but you know what? I'm gonna have a good time. Well, gentlemen, we're digressing, you know, without a script and everything. It's sort of hard to keep track. Let's get on with the voting, as this is a short audio podcast, and it is freaking freezing out there, Mr. Bigglesworth. Um, Tom, let's start with you. Since you didn't like the book, what would you give it out of five? Well, I'll tell you what, Sir Hector Stewart, like I said, I don't like the premise, but I thought it was a well-written book, so I'm going to give it a three out of five. Uh-huh. And Menchik? Mmm, yes, book was funny, entertaining, and I enjoyed it. It could have been longer. Really short, in my opinion. For that, I give it a four out of five. I wanted more story, and I thought that perhaps it could have been longer. 
Well, man, I think that this book is just awesome. I'm going to give this book a five out of five. I thought it was a perfect length, and I'm going to put it in my Nostradamus library. One of those books that's going to last through the end, and that way we've got a blueprint and a map for the future. Oh, yes, and when they dig it up 5,000 years from now, they'll call it the Jeffrey Ventura Dead Sea Scrolls and try and decipher the meaning of life. Ah, anyway, I thought the book was well done as well, I thought it was well written, and I will give it a four out of five. Uh, excellent. Now, on to Mr. Dirks's narration. What did you think of the narration, Jeffrey? Well, I thought he narrated it excellently well, like I said before. His pacing and narration of his characters was well done. I give him a five out of five. Manjek? Yes, I thought... Very well done. He had a good time. I did feel a little rushed at the beginning, but he got into a good easy pace that I could follow. I give four out of five. Tom? Well, um, I always like the narration, and I like it when an author narrates his own work. And I thought he did a good job, so I'm going to give him a four out of five. Yes, well, I'm also going to give him a four out of five. There was a couple of audio editing flubs, and yes, like Menchek said, he was a little speedy at the beginning in his delivery. He did settle down into a nice easy pace that was easy to follow, but prior to that it was a little hard to get into the book. Not too hard, though. You don't want to miss out. Trust me when I say this, it's worth a tiny bit of irritation at the beginning to hear the entire story. Ah, excellent. Well... As a group, we recommend this audiobook, The Wrong Unit by Rob Dirks. It is a very short book, and you can get it on audible.com. If you haven't downloaded a book from audible.com before, there are many, many coupons out there to get you a free audiobook on a 30-day trial. Why not try this one? From all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, good morning and have a wonderful day.